Welcome to episode 73 of the A Free Spirit Life Podcast. Hello, beautiful you. Thank you so much for being here. I am Shannon Kinney Dew, your host, holistic life coach, intuitive, spiritual mentor, writer, artist, teacher. And I want to give a shout out to my brother, Jeff Kinney. Years ago, years and years ago, I I have a 15-year-old now, so I'm guessing he was two. My brother and I wrote the song, the theme song to the show. And I used it in different promo things for my business, um, but it has become the theme song to the show. And at one point, we will re-record it. But I gave him some of the lyrics, and then he put it into a song for me and added his own flair to it. So I love it, and I'm just happy that I get to share his music. I am going to talk to you today about some of the themes I've been seeing in my clients, my coaching clients, my conversations with people regarding doubt, self-doubt in particular, But also when we doubt things that intuitively we're feeling drawn to. So I've noticed that theme coming up quite a bit right now as we are awakening more and being activated more by our innate, beautiful gifts that we're here to share. And we're all like, wait a minute, I've kind of been in this like, you know, thought pattern or I've had this training in my culture or in my family or in my past lives or whatever, wherever we carry all of our stuff from and learn from and sometimes just, you know, get conditioned by that I'm supposed to always look outside of myself for the answers, that I'm supposed to look to an outer expert and authority and surely I don't know anything. (laughs) Well, for those of you who are on a self-discovery self-empowerment, spiritual awakening path, you know that we have to look within and that we are gifted with the ability to connect to source, to connect to the earth, and to connect to our own gifts, intuition, and inner authority. And that's where we're moving into this new 5D consciousness, this new awakening, this new uh, way of living that is heart-based, you know? And so we're going to talk a little bit more about that today and how we can start to manifest our life in a more heart-centered way, how we can clear some of that residual gunk, that clutter that creates doubt and that creates a veil from our intuition. Before I do that, I wanted to read this to you because I thought this was a really beautiful explanation about one of the reasons why having a spiritual practice, having tools that resonate with you and leaning on those tools as you're growing, as you're evolving, and as you're reconnecting, retuning with your true self. And as you know, human design is one of those tools that I use. And part of what I'm sharing with you today is coming out of some of the human design readings I've been doing for clients with this theme of, 
I can see so many beautiful people waking up to the interests that they have, these little sparks of seeds that are like, ooh, what's this? Or ooh, what's that? But maybe their mind is getting in the way. Maybe they're training or they're conditioning that, oh, this is a little, oh, this is, could this be considered out there? Could this be considered, you know, too crazy? Um, Those kinds of things are themes I'm seeing right now. And so I want to share a testimonial from this woman who wrote to me letting me know about her experience learning about human design and what it's done for her. She wrote, have you ever felt like you were walking around the world in shoes that never felt like they fit quite right? They're too tight and they give you blisters. Even though you're miserable, you keep wearing them because that's what you've been told you must wear for others to respect you and to succeed on the journey. So often, we're striving for self-improvement, often based on others' terms and conditions, when what we're really yearning for is self-acceptance. That gives me chills. I just want to hear that again. What we're all really yearning for is self-acceptance. My human design reading with Shannon was like unlocking my personal set of operating instructions. Guided by my energetic blueprint, Shannon provided intuitive insights and helped me see that what I'd often thought of as personal flaws that needed to be improved upon are actually gifts that need to be honored. With this fascinating roadmap, I'm navigating my life with a greater sense of clarity and self-acceptance. My human design reading gave me the tools to better communicate my needs and show up for myself and for others in a more grounded, spiritually aligned way. I can't say enough about how affirming this experience was to go through with Shannon as my guide. She is truly a remarkable and gifted coach. Thank you. You know who you are, who wrote that. And I just want to tell you how much I appreciate you sharing. And also, it really does warm my heart because what I love that she shared is she said that I... I helped with her human design unlock her personal set of operating instructions. I'm not acting as the authority telling this person how to be and how to live. It's actually looking at yourself through your own energy, learning how your energy operates, learning how to communicate better with other people's energy, because that's a big theme right, right now too. I'm also experiencing that as well. When you change and you go through spiritual awakening and you work on your inner life, your outer life is going to change as well. It's going to change for the better as you raise your vibration, as you clear out the gunk and the junk and that doubt and worry and fear. We are going to start noticing how past relationships maybe don't fit into your energy field anymore. And that alone can can feel very terrifying. I want to give you encouragement that when you face those fears and you move through it, because ultimately what you're doing is treating yourself, as this person said, with self-care, self-love, and acceptance, 
when you start honoring your innate gifts, you feel better, you shine brighter, and the people who aren't ready to step into that light will naturally go away. Now, you might have to learn how to speak healthy boundaries with certain people. You might um, have to go through grieving, and I wouldn't say might. There is a grieving process in any change that we go through as humans, right? We, we do. We, we have to grieve because life changes. Who we were once connected with changes. Who we're going to connect with in the future also changes. And that's the beauty and the magic of doing this inner work, of clearing out what no longer resonates in your energy field anymore. Because you're literally making space. Just as these beautiful trees are now starting to change, the leaves will eventually be falling. They're making space to winter. They're making space for the new newness to come in. And so this is just such a beautiful gift for us to look at what we're ready to change, what we're ready to let go of, what we're ready to make space for. And when I think about tools of self-discovery, for me personally, one of my struggles had been self-doubt. And I always followed the breadcrumbs of my intuition and I really did try to listen and that's what took me on the self-discovery journey all these years. But it didn't take away that veil of doubt that I used far too long. I looked through everything with a veil of doubt. Now I've said this again and I'll say it now too. Having doubt is a good thing. I think it's being curious. So if you want to keep curiosity in your life, because otherwise you are very susceptible to just taking everyone's word for it. That's the problem with this 3D world right now that we're trying to rise above because we have been taught that you look outside of yourselves for the authority, but the authority is crumbling. The authority doesn't always um, operate from heart, from love, from unconditional love and compassion for all people. Now that's the life I'm moving in. That's the life I want to live. That's what 5D consciousness is. And that's what we're all being called to wake up to. So if you're hearing these words and you're starting to get signs about old gifts that you haven't activated yet or interests that you're not sure about, but maybe your culture uh, taught you it was strange or something to fear, just ask questions. Stay curious. And experiment it and experiment with it for yourself. So the human design part of it is if you're interested in energy, intuitively, you can tune into your energy field. Intuitively, you can trust where you're being guided. And in that sense, I don't think that you need a map necessarily because you're just letting intuition and source and signs guide you. For people like me who who really needed proof, should I say, 
or needed an understanding of these mixed messages I got my whole life. (laughs) It's like your intuition says one thing and then your family dynamic says another and then the school system you're raised in says another and then the religion that raised you says another and by the time you become a young adult, you're like, oh my God, who am I? And I really spent a long time questioning and doubting who I thought I was. Now, I think kids who are coming in today are coming in with this understanding of who they are. And they still have life experiences. They still have challenges. They're still going to have growth on their path. But I have this sense that they come, they're coming in really deeply knowing who they are because they have a new earth to be a part of. They want to share this unconditional love with the future. They want to take care of the earth in a bigger and better way. They want to love people and, um, you know, just enjoy life while they're here and celebrate who they are instead of spend 20, 30, 40, 50 years questioning and, and doubting who they are. So for me, and if that's where you sometimes catch yourself, either in a state of uh, self-doubt or worrying about the future or maybe a lot of regret about the past, this is your calling to, to listen, to start learning and paying attention to what are the healing modalities that are speaking to you? What is it that your soul is calling for you to listen to? If you are listening to these words right now, you can close down your eyes, place your hands to your heart, take a deep, full breath in. Exhale and notice how you start to soften. Drop your shoulders from your ears. Let every muscle in your face relax. Feel your hands on your heart center. Bring awareness there on your next breath. Deepen your breath. This time, breathe into the chest. Feel your heart center expand and rise. Maybe even softly smile. And just exhale. And what's one thing that you feel just so grateful for in this moment? Let it come up to your heart and feel that. What do you feel grateful for right now? That feeling is here to guide you. Now, when you're in that state of gratitude, your vibration goes up for a moment. Even if it's one second, you can break free of regret in the past, worry of the future, doubting yourself and your gifts. But in this moment, breathing in and sensing and feeling gratitude, grateful for your heart grateful for your breath, grateful for this moment. And in this moment, ask yourself, what does my soul need most in this moment? What does my soul need most in this moment? What comes up for you? Is it an image, a picture, a word, a phrase? What does my soul need most in this moment.
For me, the word sunshine came up. I'm getting ready to go to an art fair with my boys, and I have these beautiful flowers that I got at the farmer's market sitting on my desk, and I see the sun coming in, and being in the sun, just feeling the warmth, and being around my kids' joy, that helps me be in the moment, and that's what my soul needs right now, playfulness, joyfulness, light, nature, art, children. That's like my dream trifecta right there. (laughs) What does your soul need? Ask yourself this. What do I need most in this moment? And let that guide you for a while. And then your practice is trust what comes up. Trust if you saw the picture of the ocean. Trust if you saw your puppy. Trust if you heard the words, slow down and go take a nap. Put your phone down. What is it that you hear? And those little whispers, they they start to get louder. They do. And you'll start to see them all the time as signs and symbols and synchronicities. But what's really hard is if you stay in doubt and you use that out of the present moment, either in the past or the future, if you jump too far between those, you're going to miss the moment. And that veil of doubt keeps you from activating your true gifts. So I feel if you're listening to this and you're even open to this, that you don't have to worry about a thing. Just simply trust where you're at in this moment, trust that your uniqueness, your gifts, you were born with them. They are being activated. In fact, I'd say they've been activated for quite a while. And sometimes the doubt is just that excitement. It's kind of like, oh my God, I really want to do this, but I'm scared. (laughs) So our ego or our thinking mind is just habitually trying to keep us safe. That's really what's happening. It's trying to keep you safe. And so you can stay in a life of doubt or you could question it. You could say, wait a minute, whose thought is this anyway that tells me that poets don't make money? Whose thought is this anyway that is telling me that I don't do enough in my family household? Who, who's, whose thoughts are these anyway that tell me that My interest in tarot or crystals or human design is too weird for this world. Whose thoughts are those? Where did we learn that? You're your greatest authority. And in human design, we call that an inner authority. I like to refer to it as your your really how to access your intuition. You can see it in your energy map. So learn if you're a manifesting generator, a generator, a reflector, a projector, or a manifester. Those are the five energy types. Go back to some of my previous shows where I've talked more about human design. Learn about it. You can look up a free chart. I'll leave the link in the show notes. Genetic Matrix is where I like to go and look up your chart and screenshot that crazy map And start to learn about what it means to be your energy type. As I will say, I used to say this all the time to my yoga students. I would have students come to my class and they'd say, oh, I tried yoga once and I'm not flexible or I I couldn't stand it. Or um, First of all, there are so many types of yoga. (laughs) There are so many types of 
teachers. You need to find the one, the modality, the guide who resonates the most with you. And that takes some time. It takes some experimenting and it takes some trusting of yourself, right? Trusting of energy, I think is really coming up right now because I think what we're starting to see is as we're raising our vibration, as we're awakening, as we're going, wait a minute, ooh, I I have always thought I should do this, but really I'm dreaming about that. Or I'm done with this, this relationship, this job, this way of overgiving and overcommitting is is not how I want to live anymore. I'm done. That kind of awakening is you listening, you trusting, you hearing the signs, and then you leaning in to the next mindful action. If we stay in a state of in our headness, that's typically where we start getting really swirled into doubt and and worry because that energy is really that's what thoughts are. You start thinking about something, and then you start looking at the pros and cons of it. And if you get in that habitual habit of trying to figure out life and be very linear and logical about it, that energy gets swirled into anxiety. It can even almost you know, manifest into panic. And so you need to release that energy. And by releasing that energy, that might be getting out in nature. It might be not thinking for a while. It might be uh, movement is good for so many of us. Um, it might be anything that you can do that's in the heart that gets you out of your head and into your body, embodying movement, taking mindful action. And it also means taking a step towards the thing that's calling to you. So I have one client who is um, writing a book and she is learning how to make space in her life to write that book. And family life is changing and space is opening up, but there's still this, well, I should be doing that or this part of my yard needs me or this person who always calls me to tell all, me all her problems, well, she really needs me. Really pay attention to where your energy is going and what your soul is nudging you to do. And if you're saying things like I should or I don't know or I am doubting myself, ask yourself where those thoughts come from and lean in. Try something new. Think a new thought. I like this phrase. I don't need to think that thought right now. (laughs) Simple. Catch yourself, you know? Catch yourself. Oh, I'm too old to start writing poetry. I don't need to think that thought right now. Oh, I'll never make money writing a book. I don't need to think that thought right now. Who am I to, you know, um, oh, who am I to start a nonprofit? Who are you not to? I don't need to think the thoughts that bring my vibe down anymore. So when you so getting back to why human design for me is it settles my thinking mind. It settles my logical mind because anytime I try to doubt like, oh, I'm not really here to do that, am I? Or oh, that's not really me. I can look at my energetic blueprint and go, oh, <laughs> Oh yeah, actually I am designed to speak in the moment from my heart. Oh wow. Yeah. 
I, I, I do better without a script. I just need to get in the zone and speak. That's actually in my chart. Oh, I don't like being told what to do. <laughs> if you learn you're a manifester or you learn that you're raising a manifester, you will know what I'm talking about. We are little adults when we're kids and we are natural born leaders. We do not like to be told how to do something. So I'm always going to question that outer authority until it resonates with me. We're also here in my chart. I see I'm here to be a spark. I'm here to just help move. Really, I'm like a tuning fork. I like to help tune people back into their own resonance, right? I don't have the answers for you. I can't tell you all the things. I can't read the future, but I can, I can get in tune and I can see what's out of tune. And through modalities like human design, you get to feel empowered. You get to look at your energy blueprint and go, oh my God. I have so many people say, how do you know this about me? Or I will do readings for people that I've never met, that I've never talked to, but I can tune into their energy. And after they hear the reading, they're like, oh my God, it's so beautiful to see how energy works. It's so beautiful to really awaken to your inner authority. It's so amazing to look at your life's curriculum, your life's theme, how you naturally operate, the energy that you're here to project out into the world, the energy that you receive from others. It's so beautiful. But here's the thing, and going back to this beautiful testimonial that I received. Let's see, where did she say this? I love what she talked about with what she thought were her flaws. Yes, what I'd thought of as personal flaws that needed to be improved upon are actually gifts that need to be honored. That was life-changing for me. That still gives me chills. Because we have been raised in a world that taught us that all of our personal flaws, we should be judged for. We should be held down by we should be told that, oh, we'll never be enough because that's why you buy more and you look outside yourself for the answers and you lose connection with yourself in the first place. Who, me? Connected to nature? No, of course not. I'm not abundant. I was born with lack and scarcity and not enoughness and, and I have no worth being here. That's how we have been raised. You're what you consider personal flaws you don't need any improving upon. You're not broken. You don't need to be fixed. I really believe that if we could shine a light on your beauty, your goodness, and you keep treating yourself with unconditional love, you're going to activate your gifts, no question. You're going to clear the veil of doubt and worry and regret. You're going to elevate. You're going to expand. You're going to ascend. You're going to rise up. You're going to shine so bright. I can barely, <laughs> not, I need sunglasses right now. <laughs> oh, I know, I know I can get kind of cheesy with my, my talk about light and brightness and all the things, but here's the deal. It matters. It is how you were designed. You literally are designed to shine and activate your gifts and honor who you uniquely are. Your uniqueness is your superpower. Your uniqueness is what makes you this beautiful part of the puzzle called life. So I am encouraging you today, I hope, 
to catch yourself when you're doubting your goodness, your worthiness, your abundance by nature. Anytime you catch yourself saying, I'm not this, I'm not good enough, I don't have enough, I um, should do this or that, just, just pay attention. I don't need to think those thoughts. Speak your truth. Trust your voice. Create or co-create the life that you want to live moving, moving forward from the inside out. Take good care of your energy. Pay attention where you put your energy, who you plug into, who you allow to plug into you, and honor it, cleanse it, ground it, get connected to your true self. Now, start with a morning practice. Make sure that you have something in the morning that tunes you in. I like also just asking that question, what does my soul need most in this moment as part of my morning ritual? I need nature every day, so I tend to walk in the morning. What grounds you? What grounds you? I know a lot of you like to journal, like to have quiet time in the morning. Um, I know a lot of you are raising kids and you're getting them out the door and that's a busy time. So find a time. Maybe it's not right when you wake up, but maybe it's sometime shortly after that you can tune in, listen, trust, tune in, listen, trust yourself, trust your questions, trust your curiosity. And turn that doubt outward as you learn how to become your own authority. Okay. I am so grateful for you. And we will talk more about manifesting uh, down the road. I think the main thing to wrap up as I was thinking about getting on this call with the word manifesting is we really are co-creators, okay? And I feel like our head, (laughs) the way our head works, our mind It's a processing machine. That's another thing that I love about human design. It really teaches and reminds you that your mind is this beautiful machine of collecting insights, inspiration, imagination, processing what you're learning. We need our mind. We absolutely need it. It's a beautiful tool. It is not a decision maker. And so with that, we have to learn how to clean up our mind and not get attached to it because we tend to get attached to especially the lower vibe frequencies. And then we see our life through those thoughts. I'm not good enough. Well, I'm going to look through my life now and create all these things in my environment, in my, my future. I'm going to manifest anything that makes me feel not good enough. Now, if I clean up those thoughts, because thoughts have frequency, they affect how you feel, they affect what you put out into the world, think about it that way. Your thoughts are energy. Your thoughts have frequency. Are you thinking low vibe thoughts or high vibe thoughts? Are you thinking low vibe thoughts about yourself? Low vibe thoughts about others? Are you quick to judge? Those kinds of things are what we're being called to clear out right now. Leading with love, self-forgiveness, forgiveness forgiveness for others. Self-kindness, kindness towards others. Low to no judgment towards self, no judgment of others. Acceptance, 
an honoring of our uniqueness, an honoring of our gifts. So if you're being pinged, if you will, by your intuition, if you're noticing signs, if you start seeing things uh, that you know deep within you, huh, that's kind of exciting. I want to I go there. I want to write poems again. Or wow, I have always wanted to start a nonprofit. Let me think about this. Or gosh, I'm so passionate about the ocean. And I volunteer once a month to clear plastic out of the ocean. Maybe there's something there. Trust. Tune in, trust, and listen. Tune in, trust, and listen. And I'm so proud of you. I see you. I see the inner work you're doing. And a lot of this inner work is invisible. It's invisible, but it's felt. Okay? So it does not go unnoticed, but it will affect the people in your life. So treat them with a little compassion as well. I've noticed the more that I've changed, I have to be, I'm getting tested, if you will. I'm getting... Um, uh, just some good reminders, I should say. Just I'm getting some great practice in allowing people around me to go on their own self-discovery journey, right? We're all at different paces. We all have different lives. We all have different things that we're here to expand, learn, and grow from. And so rather than judge and expect the people in our lives to be right there with us, we need to treat them with compassion too while they're going through their stuff. But but typically, if it's a relationship that's meant to be for you longer term, and I'm not talking just romantic relationship, I'm talking friendships, I'm talking just work, you know, relationships, I'm talking all the people that you come into the world in contact with, they're, if you are rising up and you are coming from a place of unconditional love. That's the thing. If you're coming from a place of unconditional love, you will probably have an effect on the people around you and you probably have a good effect on them. They might not like it. Their ego might kick and scream a little bit, but remember you're not alone. I think the thing that's been helping me the most with some of these relationships that are kind of like, ah, you know, feeling a little sticky as I'm changing and the people around me are changing is to remember that source, whatever you call that, whether it's universal love, you call it energy, you call it God, you call it spirit team, you call it your guardian angels, whatever it is for you. I'm just going to call it source right now. Source is there to help us. So rather than me trying to get in the weeds of trying to, you know, quote unquote, fix the people in my life, that's not my role. That's not my responsibility. That's not that they wouldn't appreciate that anyways, right? So I ask Source to handle it. I pray and talk to my spirit team and my spirit guides and the angels I resonate with and have them help, help take some of that co-creating so that it doesn't feel like it's all on me and it doesn't feel like it's all on you. So I like that term co-creator, but you are here for a reason and the people around you are as well. So the more love for each other, the better. Be well, my friend. I'm really am seeing you. I'm feeling you. I'm grateful for you. If you want to learn more about human design, go to my website, shannonkinneydo.com. And if you looked up your chart and you looked up what your energy type is, I'd love to know. You can reach out to me on Instagram. It's at a free spirit life. Send me a DM there, or you can email me hello at shannonkinneydo.com. 
and I appreciate you. Keep treating yourself with tenderness right now. Treat the relationships around you with tenderness. Tenderness also requires healthy boundaries. Compassion comes from a place of strength. So take that, see how that resonates for you, and I will see you next time. Cause tomorrow